0: Hello, everyone, and thank you for the download. It's Wednesday, September 19th, and this is episode number three of the Marty... I mean, episode number eight of the Progress City Radio podcast. I'm the Count of Monte Cristos, and I'm here with Scoodles, the Duke of Hoagies and the Sultan of Saki. What's up, guys?
1: Somebody have a cacophony of noise going on in the (laughs) background?
2: Bears beats Battlestar Galactica.
0: (laughs) Scoodles, Um, you want to hit your... (laughs) What the hell was I going to say? You got a carpet cleaner back there? Something like that? Um, Room service. What did I get Okay. Hold on. (laughs) Anyway, what were we
1: recording about tonight? Oh, Illuminations is ending. That's what it was. Something we all knew was coming, right? They just finally confirmed. Disney Parks blog finally confirmed that it's going away in summer 2019. Tim, will you be shedding a tear?
0: I will absolutely be shedding a tear. But this has been rumored going back to, like, 2014, if not earlier. I'm I'm going back here. The first one that I'm seeing... Uh, is 2013 that there is a uh, either an update to Reflections of Earth or just an outright replacement?
1: Now, do you um, keep those ending updates on your website as part of your rumor tracking? I, I absolutely gonna...
0: do. How many
2: instances of Excel do you have open right now?
0: <laughs> Excel none, but I do have the Illuminations Rumor Tracker app on my site right now.
1: Excellent. Either
0: What's rumored documents, man?
1: What's rumored to replace it?
0: Uh, it it sounds like it's going to be an entirely new show. Uh, you can bet on characters. You can bet on drones. You can bet on it further bastardizing Epcot. Um, and I feel
1: like the globe's going to come back for some reason.
0: <sighs> that's That's got to be the biggest complaint in the show right now, though. It really does. <laughs> so, is a low point.
2: <laughs> I, I've, I've said it before that that is the most overhyped piece of show equipment that they ever produced at, at Imagineering. And it's just... Uh, it's uh, To quote Jim Hill, I'm sure they worked really hard on it. And I don't doubt... Uh, <laughs> I, I don't doubt that it's a respectable piece of engineering, but it's a problem of scale. Epcot is a is an enormous park, and the lagoon is huge, and that showpiece is just dwarfed by the environment, and it just I don't think that it ever delete, uh, delivered the impact it was supposed to. The one that, that preceded it, that was solid, and they just shot lasers against it, mm-hmm. I actually thought that was a much more impressive visual than what they have
0: now. A solid beam. So solid I'm not allowed beams. to... <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk about the fact that I went to Japan on my show, but uh, over there, their Phantasmic has like giant inflatable globe-type things that they project onto. I could see them doing something similar for that, where it's a much more—it's a much simpler approach to projecting onto an Earth globe. Uh, right. And they can put then, multiples around the uh, around the lagoon.
1: I hope for the last night they put all tube TVs on that thing and then they just blow <laughs> it up at the end. <laughs> and that just sinks. <laughs> and they leave like the half top out of water just to remind you like what that's going to be like in five years.
2: <laughs> you know, if you, if you follow any of the Disney groups online, every once in a while some – you know, visual artists will come by and produce all these like photoshopped images of like a post-apocalyptic theme park, mm-hmm. and I feel like like Disney is like hell bent on turning those into reality. It's it,
0: really not that far from Epcot right
2: now. They're no. doing they're doing a damn respectable job so far with Epcot. Like so oh my god,
1: the pictures that came out today were universe Energy. I guess it was Blog Mickey and a couple other people took pictures. Maybe it was just him. I don't know, but the uh, the pictures. Looking into universal energy completely gutted from the front to the back and then that towering Guardians building just looming over it. I thought like was like so foreshadowing of the future of Epcot. Yeah. That, that one picture twenty from years twenty years from now, people will look at that and be like, Ah, oh, well, that wasn't the beginning. It was a defining moment.
2: I feel like the first twenty eight years of Epcot were like about or the first twenty years of Epcot were about building hope and from there on out it's just about destroying
0: hope. It really yeah. is. Go go back to Test Track. That's really what it comes down to. Since Test Track, it's been nothing but piecemeal additions that make, you know, little sense to the continuity of the park. And what it's going to be is a collection of attractions. And the, the rides themselves might be good, but it's not going to have a cohesive theme when all is set and up.
1: There was a, a member of the Kingdom Cash Group that recently went down to Florida and got a survey about sponsorship in Epcot. Mm-hmm. And they were asking whether what sponsors they would like to see, if the sponsors made a difference on the pavilions or not. I think that's interesting that they're even asking guests that at Epcot. Because I just figured they didn't care at this point. At this and, point, makes you I don't know
0: anybody cares who the actual sponsor is. Yeah, no. that, seems like,
2: that seems like an extraordinarily bizarre question to ask a guest. That's like saying, uh, dear guest, uh, do you want us to use... Uh, 400 volt four phase or a 232 phase to power the attractions like like <laughs> that, that is that is not cool. something that your that, that your your customer
0: base cares about unless you're talking inventions that's the only way that that makes sense
1: it could be yeah well, but look at we are getting some back I mean you got Ziploc now over at um, Splash Mountain. I did check eBay today. I didn't see any of the bags on there. Surprising, <laughs> the all are there. Uh, that the, you know, I'm, nobody's done it yet. I might go get a few and put them on there. I feel like I can corner the market on this. But
0: I do like how they again. they introduced the Ziploc sponsorship within a week of Apple putting out their phones that are water uh, that can be <laughs> underwater for half an hour without having an issue. <laughs> up job, but it's. It it really is catering to uh, the old folks who thinks anything electronic can't get wet.
1: So, yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, have you ever? I've always had my phone in my pocket on that ride. I've had it out yeah. filming before, and like even that doesn't do anything to it, you know. So
0: I'll take it out on a rapid ride, but Splash Mountain, I'm, at least in Florida, I'm not worried about because you don't you don't really get that wet on that ride.
1: I'm, I'm surprised they actually put up the money to put Splash Mountain logos on the sandwich bags. I mean, cause yeah. that's what it is. It's a damn sandwich bag.
0: Yeah, we can't yeah. have Disney logos on a napkin.
1: No, but we can get Splash Mountain <laughs> on a Ziploc bag. So maybe we need to get like Bounty in there or something or Solo to sponsor the uh, the napkins. Then we can get it back. But remember when people, they had the logos on there, people would take cords of them and just bring them home. <laughs> my father still has some.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm
1: pretty sure in my glove box, I still have some like Christmas from 2008 ones.
0: <laughs> back when they didn't charge for extra bags, my father would bring an extra suitcase that he would fill with napkins.
1: A <laughs> <laughs> <You know>. suitcase. <laughs>
0: That kind of
2: advertising is, is kind of interesting because there's not really an expectation to that you're going to see a spike in sales. I no. mean, you're not going to get a rush on sandwich bags because of this. So it, it has to be a more general sense of brand recognition or, or brand affinity or something, which are all things that are really hard to measure, which... That's generally, as I understand the marketing world, and I'm not a marketing expert by any stretch, but that's the hardest kind of marketing instrument to sell to a company. So the fact that they're able to do that leads me to believe that they still have some capability of of sending a compelling message to these companies. So I'd love to see them do it in a more meaningful way.
1: I feel like if Magic Kingdom can get a corporate sponsor in for an attraction and didn't need it, then it should be easy for Epcot.
2: Right, I mean, that's that's kind of what I'm driving at. It just seems like, to me, Future World, or maybe Tomorrowland to a lesser degree, is is the more lucrative area to sell these sorts of deals. But, you know, I don't look at... If you were to take me through a tour of Disney and say, pick the attraction that's the best target for a sponsor, I wouldn't have picked Splash Mountain.
0: Well, let's, let's go over, how many cell phones do you think Disney has had to replace uh, from just normal riding on Splash Mountain, not anybody dropping it into the attraction, when, when do you, you say? Had ten years. What do you I'm mean by? That.
2: But the, depends what you mean by the definition of had to, because oh, I okay. think
0: that that it was even requested of them based on a single splash on the on the Yeah, mm, I don't I know. Think, I lost
1: a pair of expensive sunglasses. On. I just finished an average yeah. thing. Yeah, but that's me. not
0: electronic. And you put those in a Ziploc bag. It's not going to make a difference. This is solving. Yeah, a problem. that's true. So maybe this is solving. This, this is solving a problem that doesn't exist. my well, be. but yeah.
2: see. I'll, I'll lawyer you on this. I think that it perhaps it, it potentially is creating a problem because the implication of having Ziploc as the sponsor is that if you put the phone in the bag, that it's protected. So if you have somebody who says who puts the phone in the bag and it still gets wet and it gets destroyed, I actually think they have a stronger case. Going to be like yeah, you probably. told me to put it in the fucking bag.
1: <laughs> I think they put a little subsection on the back of the bag. The on nice fucking
0: bag, Hong Kong. <laughs> Now, don't uh, look at this as an actual endorsement of the idea, but I suspect the pitch was, all right, we never have a problem with this anyway, but if people think that their reason they're not having a problem with this is because it's in a Ziploc bag, then it'll increase Ziploc sales.
2: No, I as- think that's I think that's smart, except for maybe the last part I, I agree with you. I, I think, yes, if you, can, if you can give your brand the credit for solving a problem that didn't exist, that's a right. good...
1: <laughs> now, do you and think... You figure they would go the route, like, all right, so Space Mountain and FedEx, they don't have anything to do with each other, but in the post-show, they made it, so... It was like, oh, and, you know, the, in the future, packages will be sent by beams of light. I so what that. if they... So what if they... When he's trying to catch Brer Rabbit, Brer Fox like had the Ziploc bag and he's like trying to put it over his head or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like that could be the tie-in because I, I don't see any tie-in. But the thing is, is do I, I don't even I don't even care that there's not a tie-in. Mm-hmm. I just that in a way reminds me of classic Disney stuff where there's not really a tie-in. Like um, yeah. what the hell's Alamo Rental Car have to do with uh, <laughs> the, the people mover? Nothing at all. But I, I, I like it. But you know what? That's money flowing into that attraction. Well, and-
2: I, I would disagree with you. There's a connection there. They're both getting you from point A to point B.
1: Well, you don't get from point A to point B until people may really get from you point A to point B. Which is why you need alibo.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Are you even trying? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, there was one time where I didn't get the point A again, but
0: <laughs> most well, of you got the point most
1: A. Most of you got there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so
2: I, I think up. the Ziploc thing—they're actually—I think they're undershooting. Honestly, what they ought to be offering there, is like protection from meteorites. Deaths, like <laughs> Jimmy hats It's been 932 days since the last meteorite impact since we brought ziplack onto this ride. Like, let's give them credit for things that they really have nothing to it's do. Come
0: right. up with more problems to not
1: solve. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, but like I said, weirdly, if if they put something in the land that was out of place, to be all over it. But with the sponsorship, I don't really care. Just I want sponsors back. I don't want Disney in control of these rides anymore. You know, stuff like Haunted Mansion, stuff like that. That's fine, but. And Epcot, you already know what happens. I mean, well, you say that about how Mansion because they're not changing it. Well, not as yet. As soon as some
2: asshole shows up there with a pair of wire cutters and a jigsaw, you're going to be changing
1: your tune. <laughs> yeah, let me plus this because that works so well yeah. on parts of the Caribbean.
0: <laughs> These uh, sponsors aren't ponying up the cost of the entire attraction. No. I mean, unless they're doing like a full-on uh, reno, like they did with Test Track, and even then, you know, Disney's paying for some of that. If it gets yeah. money in there, even just for a maintenance budget on some of these things,
1: yeah, it might be up yeah, more. If you got a sponsorship, you're not going to be taking that thing down once a year for three months, you know. Well, yeah. maybe you're not unless it really needs. Then at the same time, it might get really bad before they do pull it out and I'll pull it down. But I, I don't. I don't think one year was needed. But then again, I don't, I've never worked in maintenance over there, so I don't know. But I, I do What it is. I don't know, but I do know that
2: water is insidious. I've been to the Grand Canyon, and well, that's all I can tell
1: you. That water and concrete don't mix. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, um, yeah. So I like you know, how we, we
0: focus of all of these stories about the Ziploc bags at Splash Mountain, as opposed to Illuminations and Universe of Energy.
1: Yeah, we gotta yeah. we gotta
0: turn our attention back <laughs> to
2: Illuminations. So, you know. I, I was thinking about this, and there was a quote, and I don't remember who said it. and I, I suspect Tim or Gary might remember, but it was it was Mitch something Kenberger. to the effect: <laughs> "Yes, exactly. That is always the answer. <laughs> Ask not what your country could do for you. Yes, we know. Anyway, whatever, Mitch. Shut it." Um, Four score. The the quote was essentially that d- that the Disney theme parks are not a museum, mm-hmm. it, and I get that. But when I look at something like Illuminations, I see it in a different light no pun intended than an attraction. Illuminations works. Yeah. And, you know, y- you don't paint over the Mona Lisa just because it's old. Y- you respect it for the fact that it was executed in a way that actually was a, a tremendous success. And you- you're you grateful that you have it. I just
1: pictured and- that chick who remastered the portrait of Jesus again. <laughs> 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 <tongue sticking> out. <laughs> uh, I,
2: I just, uh, you know, the, the, uh, as they say, the enemy of good is better. And I'm I'm just not sure what they're hoping to achieve with Illuminations. It's not dated in any way. Uh, the soundtrack is timeless and world class. Yeah. And I have a real hard time thinking that what we get there is going to be an improvement in any meaningful way.
1: Especially with Rivers of Light, you know, like I said, what's it's called, Rivers of Light, the one that yeah. did it, uh, Animal Kingdom. Like that thing's a turd. I don't that's, care. I mean, if if you're new, the like, mo-
2: that's the most recent uh, a job on their
0: resume. Is that? Yeah. And they're like, hey,
2: uh, why don't you, you go fucking carve out the Heart of Illumination while you're at it? So,
0: so here's the thing. You say that. Rivers of Light, what that did is pretty much cement intellectual properties in all these nighttime shows because that one doesn't have it. And fast forward to Happily Ever After, which is loaded with it. I know uh, Scoodles isn't a fan of it, but Not it's done well, and it's it's in the right park for the clip show of all of the animated movies. Mm. Um I, I like the Star Wars fireworks over at Hollywood Studios as well. Yeah,
1: that's probably my favorite right now. Let, no, no, no,
0: no.
2: Uh, since they've since Toy Story Land opened and there's not the big fireworks anymore, you like that? I
1: haven't, I haven't seen, seen that. it. I haven't, yeah, seen, I haven't seen, that. seen it without that.
0: It's absolute shit. Okay.
1: Right. Illuminations. So, well, continue. I was just going to say so, Illuminations. So
0: with, with Illuminations... What they could have done is we've identified the weak spot in the illuminations. It's this, yep. it's a center section where you have the globe that simply doesn't work. Although during um the holidays, Martin Smith occasionally appears on the globe. Uh, does it? If, yeah, I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> That's awesome. There's no
2: yeah, not for resale. There's there's no one more deserving though.
1: You know what? Uh, that that actually makes me happy.
0: That, that that park is Martin's park.
1: Can you tell me the um, what's the story on that? you know?
0: Uh, as far as I know, he has friends in the entertainment uh, uh, team at Epcot. He knew all about like the, the laser updates uh, a few years ago yep. to the extent of like exactly what was being purchased and that sort of thing. So he's got to have people that work on the show. And they uh, just put snapshots of people from around the world during the uh, uh, the Peace on Earth finale, and he got in there. But, uh, Josh, you said something back on uh, either... One of the two episodes of Marty called about like the projection <laughs> technology, um, how it's it's a neat trick, but it's the opposite of charming, which, yeah, I, I, I it still sticks, uh, sticks with me. And I fear that these, you know, character infused shows are going to be more of that, where, all right, you can do them and you can update them on a regular basis, and that's all well and good, but you got to be used to doing that. Yeah. That's that's what it's going to come down to. Those shows that last for twenty years uh, are going to be harder and harder to find. Um, somebody yeah, over yeah. on W. Sorry, one more thing on WW Magic uh, poster. That mouse said uh, we're probably faced with something like. The old script says we're gathered here tonight around the fire as people of all lands have gathered for thousands and thousands of years b- years before us. And the next one's going to be, "Oh, Elsa, I'm so excited to be here. This is going to be the best celebration ever. Are you ready to blow out the flames?" Yeah. It's going to be crap like that.
1: Yeah, oh, I-, I bet the torches get removed. They probably I will.
2: You know, uh, I- I'm not a musician, but I know a good song when I hear it, and <laughs> what I think is, what? I think that that art is measured by the impact that it has on the audience, not the not the tools of the technology that's used to create it. And with Illuminations, you have something that is, um, it, it's proven to connect with the audience in a way that that changes them and makes them want to experience it again. And I, I just have to wonder, who, who is it that they're catering to with the show? I, I, don't, I just don't believe that that they are going to move the needle by, by throwing that in the dumpster. And if there's one thing that we've learned and I said this before, but uh, you know, it's just—it doesn't change the fact that it's true. When Disney throws something into the dumpster, it doesn't come back out. So, uh, you know,
1: oh boy, it's just—it's a very the,
0: uh, uh, the line from Pineapple Express: like, "The genie doesn't go back in the bottle." Yeah, Whatever, exactly. whatever the line is that he screwed up.
2: <laughs> the genie doesn't go back into the tube. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, that's that's my concern. Is I, I just don't know what we're going to end up with here. You certainly want to think that before they make an announcement like this, that they have seen the replacement and vetted it in some meaningful way and decided that it's better. But then again, I look at, <laughs> I say the same thing about Horizons of Mission Space. But, you know, here we are. And it's just, there's no going back. I hope that Doc is working hard on that flux capacitor because the things there, that I love are just there,
1: disappearing. There's no way there's not IP integration into that with Guardians no of the galaxy and all that stuff coming here. There's yeah. just it's not gonna happen. You already have and plus you have two IPs now with attractions and world showcase. There's no way it's not gonna be an IP show. And you were asking well, why would they change it after twenty years if people still love it? I think it's partly because of that, because they're changing the face of the park, they have hotels now that are going to be peering into the park, so they want that new nighttime show to draw people there for the new attractions and the, the festivals reason that it, run almost all year long now, which yeah, are also IP-based. Remy's on everything.
2: They're changing it because some asshole 26-year-old that just got his MBA used the word synergy 336 times during a pitch meeting, and, and some yeah. idiot who didn't know better was like, well, synergy's good, let's just do what that idiot says. <laughs>
1: Do you uh, not teach those bu- buzzwords in your business course?
2: Uh, the old, I teach <laughs> buzzwords are the fucking enemy. Use those with me, you're getting a fucking D or worse.
0: <laughs> there's kind of been an approach where, where some of these nighttime shows they try to have that there's no there's no peaks and valleys. And then there's also the philosophy that newer is always better. And it's a reference TV show. This is like a How I Met Your Mother, Barney Stenson approach, where everything is all rise, no fall. Newer is always better. And it doesn't last when you go yeah. with that approach. It really yep. doesn't. And when when they were announcing the major overhaul at Epcot, I was sitting with uh, a former Kingdom caster, uh, Hunter, and we were basically just looking at other like, don't fuck up the park. Don't fuck it up. And what they said was... Um, i uh, trying to remember the exact quote, but basically it was the characters that were inspired by these countries are going to be coming in. There's no, there's no way to hide around that. And they basically said in a very scripted way that it's going to become the Magic Kingdom. And, all right, that's great. Magic Kingdom is a fantastic theme park. Uh, Epcot died 15 years ago. Uh, Epcot Center died, rather, 15 years ago. But what I'd like to see them do is find a way to differentiate it. Uh, The problem that Epcot has always had is what's the differentiation between Future World and Tomorrowland? And now we're blending the entire park in. So World Showcase is very much going to be an extension of Fantasyland, and Future World and Tomorrowland are going to be muddled as well. So it really is going to be more of the same.
2: And as I said before, if you look at almost any other park, theme park or attraction park alike, what they're trying to do is differentiate their offerings from what the comp- competition has, and meanwhile, the the brain trust at Epcot is making it something cheap and common and like everything else. It's it's an extraordinarily just tone deaf business strategy, if you ask me. Bold strategy. Yeah, it, it's not it's not working for them, Cotton. That's the thing, is it's just the, they're doubling down on a strategy that has that has proven itself to not work.
1: They're doing it with food too. Do you see that pizza they're serving over at Sunshine Seasons? Oh god! Oh, god. <laughs> Man, they got kid. rid of
0: that sandwich too, right?
1: Yeah. They got rid of the fish tacos. I don't know about the sandwich, but
0: MacKay's kid your head. Made,
2: made picture made, made pizza last week. It's like a sixth grade school project, and it looked ten times better than what they're serving over there. <laughs> that
1: was like a, it looked like shredded park map. Like next to it, it was like <laughs> some letters. <laughs> Some moist lettuce in a pile next to that. Then it was like twelve ninety nine or something like that. Uh, the <laughs> worst crap I've questions. ever seen. They're
0: like you know how we can't do crust. We have tried it thin. We tried it thick. Yeah. And it doesn't work. Yeah, let's just make it as thick as possible and really a yeah. loaf of bread with some marinara sauce on it. That's what they.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst pizza I think I've ever seen in my life. I I almost want to try it. and Maybe this is just because I. I this will probably go down as the worst pizza ever on property. I mean that's a pretty low bar to hit. I was
2: gonna say that's actually quite the accomplishment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I want to be, you know, I want to get the commemorative T-shirt and shitty cup or shitty pizza cupcake and everything, and go all out because I have a feeling this is gonna be like shit treats. This is only gonna be there for like two weeks and then they're gonna be, somebody's. It'll get high enough to where somebody's like, we serve that shit and they'll pull it out of there.
0: Except they've been serving shitty know. pizza for three decades.
1: They've been serving <laughs> shitty pizza for nothing. This shitty though.
0: Well, they, okay, so they they went to Flatbreads, which, again, if you can't make a pizza, make the crust dinner, and at least, you know, you have a chance. Right. Um, and then they brought back the same circular pizzas over at, like, Pizzafari, uh, and they eliminated some of the better-tasting Flatbreads over at uh, Pinocchio's Village House as well. But just steer clear from burgers. and uh, pronounce Pinocchio. <laughs> sorry. So it, it's what <laughs> you have as a disease. I, I don't know if it's a, <laughs> a Disney
1: problem. I think it's a Florida problem, because within the like uh, 20 mile center flipper sucks I don't care what anybody says
0: it's better uh, than Disney pizza though
1: yeah <laughs> So is Ilios. That does make it good.
0: <laughs> Again, still better than Disney pizza. The same thing with the burgers, too. You can get a frozen Bubba burger in bulk and have a better burger than what Disney serves. Yeah. You know, we're shitty mozzarella sticks on top of the, it.
1: the only pass I'll give is Giordano's, and I think that deep dish pizza is in a class of its own. Um, but
0: you're, uh, you're
2: forgetting Blaze. I mean, you already have Blaze on property. Why don't you go ahead and throw it right in the park? Uh, yeah.
1: My thing is, like, I grew up... In the Northeast, like there's real pizza yeah. all over up there. No, and... Look,
2: let's cut to the core of the apple. This is not cold fusion we're talking about here. Pizza, yeah. ha- pizza is a solved problem. Yeah, as are hamburgers. These are things that are capable of being produced at scale. You it's know what just, nobody's
0: they're... done, and this is a uh, uh, kind of uh, a shame for Disney fans. There's a, a
1: fun, line from, a line from
0: Inside Out where
1: a phone <laughs> you, you can smell through. <laughs>
0: Yes, it's true. That hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I've, uh, I texted Gary
2: seven farts today and I got nothing back. <laughs> I haven't checked it yet.
0: There's a, uh, there's a line in Inside Out where Anger is getting uh, a pizza in San Francisco that has like goat cheese on it or something. And, he, and the line is, congratulations, San Francisco, you messed up pizza. And that's basically what Disney's doing. How do you F up pizza? It really yeah. is difficult so, to
1: do. I, I believe that was a Mitch Hedberg line. <laughs> <laughs> Louis Black.
2: Mitch Mitchell DiGiorno Hedberg.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's so bad that, I mean, par for the course, I guess. But, I mean, you grow shit in the damn building and you still can't come up with, like, you have quality food right there. And I know most of the stuff they make at Sunshine Seas isn't, isn't actually from the land. I, some stuff is. They're not making enough peppers in there and all that stuff to keep it no. up. But but the food there was fine. I don't know why they felt the need to diddle it. Like, who came in and was like, Yeah, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to update this pizza. I'm going to update this menu. I got some quality pizza here. It's, we'll just take. Cost got yeah. in. We got you know, to it show somehow. Like, it up. Dude, you're already. Those fish tacos were like 13.99 and there were like three bites between the whole thing. Guys, we
2: cannot sustain ourselves on a 94% profit margin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, if that's what's going on, because that's what it seems like, then I don't know. I, I don't know what the answer is. Where's all the money bleeding out at?
2: We need to start sponsoring restaurants now. So it's now Cosmic Ray, sponsored by Bubba Burger.
1: Well, wasn't that restaurant sponsored by, like, Nestle for a while? Or, or at least yeah, it was. Yeah, had a
0: Nestle sponsorship forever. Nestle and Kraft.
1: Uh, <laughs> so you let Disney take it over, and what do you get? Airmark Crap Food.
0: Ugh. Except that was one of the best quick services in uh, – in any of the parks.
1: I probably and, still is, except for that one station.
0: But I mean, they, they took away, like, the my go to there. They had a big sandwich that was good. It was like a turkey and I think Monterey Jack sandwich or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And it was excellent. Um, They had it for 10 years. And not that that's like the reason that I go, but you make a worse product. What's the point? Who are you catering to?
1: Uh, kids, I guess. I don't know. Kids are stupid.
0: I'm, don't cater to kids.
1: I, I mean, agree. Yeah, that's true. There's still, I guess, a good amount of options. Like I was getting those uh, those little pinwheels, I would tabuli or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Those things are banging. Those are pre-made though. I don't think they're even made there because they have like a label on them and stuff. Um, I just thought
2: of the perfect sponsor. John. That that doctor that did like the thirty-seven thousand vasectomies got billboards all over Orlando. <laughs>
1: <Password>. <laughs> yeah. Duckbone. We Duckbone. could kill
2: two birds with one stone. Get rid of the kid problem at Epcot. It breaks some fucking technology into the park. Shaxmi Pavilion. Fucking the world of balls.
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> it's just while you wait. Yeah. <laughs> I dude, uh,
2: like on the descent, you just click whether or not you want to be fertile when you get to the get to base station Earth, and then a laser just shoots right out of. the... Right in your sack. Can you
1: imagine if – so there's a lot of, like, barbers now that are, like, bars and barbershops. You can sit there and drink or you get a haircut. Imagine if they had one where you can get snipped or they just added, like, getting snipped on the menu. Like, you can get, like, a little – like, a high and tight, get snipped and, like – That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, Let's go ahead and trademark that. Like, do the the sideburns and the sack.
0: There's a Jeff Foxworthy joke, and yes, I recognize I'm referencing Jeff Foxworthy, but he said that he wanted to get a vasectomy, and they told him that he was responsible for shaving, and he couldn't go back to that barbershop again.
2: (laughs) Actually, I hate to correct you, but I believe that was Mitch Hedberg. Yeah,
1: it definitely was. I looked it up. (laughs) Well, on top of that, still staying in tune with Epcot, uh, the Skyliners now are starting to appear on the rail. I didn't see an AC, You? No.
2: I'm standing by my original answer. These, I, uh, these things are gonna, these gonna things are gonna be hotter than a fucking Guantanamo <laughs> sweatbox.
1: Mac did point out that the other model that's over in like Venezuela or something like that has a has a different bar on top that it can, like you can see like a cowl on top of it where you can put an air conditioner underneath that, and that is not right. there on this model. This this is the other version of the model that you can find in other places that does not have AC and it's just a bar that attaches the top of the cab to the little hook thing that goes on the wire. So I'm going to say, and I I know Jim Hill just said he he got information there was AC. But he also had information a month ago that there was an AC, yeah. so <laughs> I don't think anybody knows. Except let let's go with no? I, I'm, going I'm with just going to
2: go with they tried yeah. really hard to put AC in, but it didn't work.
1: I have to say strongly, too, that I have to agree with people who say that if there is AC, you'd think Disney would say it by now. This isn't just like something that's people in the chat room are talking about. Anytime the skyline is mentioned anywhere, the first thing people say is, oh, they're going to have air conditioner in that, right? No, I heard they weren't going to have air conditioning. You'd think that it's something they would address, and they're not. So that makes me think that like, you're trying to sweep that little fact under the rug.
2: These things are not going to have air conditioning.
1: No, I don't think they are. They're going to have I, a I ho- and that's going to be it. I hope that I'm wrong on that. I hope that I'm wrong that they're, they're not going to have air conditioning. But like now I'm seeing it with my eyes, and it's like, can't deny it
0: anymore. I wonder if you know the problem is, as we would predict it to be, that if they do expand it, that they look to get new cabs and get cabs with air conditioning, uh, and, and I don't the, know how then we'll, the, you'll have
1: some new cabs. Like I'll just I wait for the one no, please. No.
2: The laws of physics are very unrelenting when it comes to this, and I, I know that there are installations out there that have it, but I'm, and, and I'm I, I'm not claiming to be an expert on this, but I do this understand much more basic electrical circuitry. <laughs> and the fact of the matter is that the longer, even if you have some crazy bullshit capacitor program to try and do this. The longer the run is, the more problematic that becomes. And, what and this ohms? is a very large-scale thing. What about Fuck, ohm. Fuck ohm. You know Kirchhoff? That's the real
0: motherfucker. I say this to Kirchhoff? Like.
1: <laughs>
2: Scoodles knows what's up. <laughs> we studied that shit.
0: <laughs> now, I mean, I know that you need more electricity to run an air conditioner than you would like a PA system, but mm-hmm. they're going to have electrical... <laughs> Uh, they, they're going to have electrical in there or would that just be something that a single battery that can be charged once a day be more than capable like of an ACV battery
1: but then how are you going to charge each one of them they're
2: going to be hanging from a freaking
1: they would a the bus bar just like think about um the great movie ride those independently move, driven cabs and even universal energy if you want to go that way every time yeah, that but- thing's parked it charges back up but it's not going to be there for that long that no, no, no. long yeah. enough to charge an air conditioner I would. Th-
2: I my my actual expectation would be no electrical devices whatsoever in the cabs. Okay. My my sort of backup plan is extremely low current draw devices. Um, maybe some sort of audio system for emergency use. That's kind of what I'm thinking. You know, because I think that's probably important, um, and that would be probably sustainable just by virtue of the fact that they wouldn't normally be in use. Uh, but but i think the idea of even a fan is probably stretching it although i could see that maybe being at the outer limit of what's possible Um, i think i think air conditionings are absurd as i've said for two years now um but but more realistically
1: they'll have one of those mr like the carts that sells the mr fans and they'll (laughs) they'll charge like five dollars more for one of those anybody who's getting in there or watching sweaty people come off is going to buy one.
2: That'd be a good good plan.
1: That could be the long con. Here's how they make their money back for the
2: thing. (laughs) This is what the whole pitch was from the beginning. Can we invest
1: invest in misters right now? Because I guarantee you, if that thing opens, the sales are going way up on those. Scoodles,
2: book us all all a trip to Shenzhen, China. We're going to fucking corner the market on misters.
0: (laughs) Yep, done. You know, people are going to fishbowl these things too, right? And oh, like, yeah. grandma's going to get on this uh, <laughs> and get the residual.
1: Well, I just can't wait till the first video drops of like a you know fast moving squall that comes in and pop up thunderstorm and that thing's just swinging in the wind. I mean, it would be kind of fun to be in there minus the lightning. But <laughs> so l- let's talk about grounding on this. So if one of those cabs gets struck by lightning, does it just travel through the cab to the tower and is, is it grounded? Just
0: it's boom. all metal. Yeah, you'd be, I
2: think you'd be fine death. A, no it would go it would hit the it would go through the cable and down through the tower to the ground but it would go around you so I don't I don't think that's a problem
1: But it, it'd be cool if it was like back to the future and there's just like a little smoking cable there like the lot <laughs> <line. laughs> then you're back in the 80s yeah that would be awesome Epcot doesn't <laughs> suck anymore
2: <laughs> maybe that's actually what they're going for <laughs> <laughs> could be <laughs> talk about the long con
1: <laughs> all right <laughs> back to universe energy so I didn't know I thought I knew they were going to reuse the building I didn't think they were going to take it down to the damn studs and solar panels and just you know redo the whole thing I mean they, they're they going to keep the shape I guess who knows at this point uh, there's you know, not the much left if you part. haven't
2: seen the picture you should go look
0: yeah, no, it's yeah. kind of true to what they're doing they got rid of that you know garden and you know, uh, sign display yeah uh, But the shape of the exterior of the building looks the same. But then in any of the concept art that they put out of either the Guardian's Attraction or the Future World concept art, the massive building behind it is not visible at all. So uh, they've either changed, which is very likely, uh, what that Future World layout is going to ultimately be, or they are just going to have a big massive building and they didn't want to put that on the artistic uh representation of it.
2: I so, it isn't it safe to say at this point that sight lines are really not a priority to them no
0: not an epcot definitely yeah. not
1: an epcot yeah i've seen some amateur renderings of what that building is going to be used for and i think whoever did them massively underestimate how large that building is because they're like yeah it's going to have a load unload, and pre-show and that's going to take up the whole building that's, that's a store. fucking massive building. <laughs> Even the store, you're talking about a whole pavilion under one building. is going to be a load, a pre-onload. Uh, I guess if you put maintenance and everything there, then, yeah, I could see that. It just seems like a pretty large building to have a load, unload, and a queue. And I don't think they're going to go all, all out on this one and have a queue that's as long as... I mean, it'll be able to get as long as um, Flight of Passage. Perfect. But if you think about Flight of Passage, like you have to walk through that entire queue because of the way it's laid out. Yeah. so if that ride ever gets down to 45 minute waits or so we're still talking about like a half mile walk from the front of it through the entire queue which i'm fine with because it's themed well but i wonder if they'll go that route here because it seems like you can just have a bunch of switchbacks outside like i don't think their goal is to keep people in air conditioning
0: i could see multiple um uh pre-show rooms in this which, can, yeah. which That'd could be help. good yeah um what but, the hell?
1: What the hell is this thing? I and mean, well, is it so, a roller coaster? Is it like a lay down roller? Like what kind of? No, it's
0: it's a spinning roller coaster, but it's a train of spinning cars. So uh, I would I would imagine that from an intensity level, it probably be on par with like Crush's Coaster, or um, if you've been over to like um, I think it's at one of the two parks that I went to with uh, Mac and Will. I think it was at um, Hershey, where they have like a spinning clown coaster. Uh, but it's a spinning wild mouse, but it's on. that's, uh, a,
1: that's a big wild mouse. Well,
0: ex- exactly. That that's like the closest thing you can compare it to. It's a it's a train of vehicles uh, that will spin. I would I would expect it to be more family friendly than Everest, but
1: I, I thought they were going to oh. go more the Tron route, where like if you're over like 120 pounds, you can't fit in. You got to shit like that. Uh, shame car. <laughs> I don't think pack. it's going to
0: be. I don't think it's going to be that. Um, I think Tron will be the most uh, or the more intense of the two rides. Really. Anyway.
1: Um, you see, I was a picture, I thought I saw Vekama, or some, one of those companies, they were releasing like some kind of like, coaster, you, you you get in it, it's one of those ones where like Superman at Six Flags, or you get in it, and yeah. then you're facing the ground, and it had- That's some very kind of, intense. Yeah, and that's what I thought they were going for, and then you look at the size of the building, it, this reminds me of the Dark Knight Coaster at Six Flags, which they hyped the shit out of that as being, a, and I'm sure you must, when you went on that recently, Tim, uh, did you go on that when you went to Six Flags recently?
0: The uh, the, yeah, the, that's the indoor one. That's just a train wreck, right?
1: That yeah, that they put all the money into like the pre-show and everything, and then they they hyped that ride up all up the north coast or northeast, saying like, "Oh, this is gonna be the best coaster you ever been on." And it was an out of the box, cat and mouse, with like a ha ha spray painted on the wall. It was the <laughs> worst piece of shit I've ever been on, and they put tons of money into it. And now I'm like starting to get worried that this is a cat and mouse thing, which I don't know. I've never heard if it is or not uh <laughs> that's just gonna be pretty bad is there any art renderings or anything like that
0: yeah there's plenty of concept art for it, but not the ride itself so i suspect that it's going to be loaded with uh with screens on the inside but the budget of this is is stupid it's like three or four hundred million dollars and i know that it's a huge building but the coaster itself can't be more than 25 million dollars right well, so uh, i, would- I do think
1: so uh
2: I would love for it to be like Green Gods, but you know, good.
1: That's that's the thing. It, it, Green Gots has the potential to mm-hmm. actually be a really good ride, but it it was phoned in. So let's let's make it something like that.
0: But do we have, even know if it's 3D or, or anything. I, I don't. With it being a coaster, I think if it's 3D, it's not going to be with glasses. I, I it could be like the parallax effect that they use over in uh, DCA with their tower, but. Um, my expectation is that this will be a very good ride and, and it'll be in the wrong park. Uh, if they can incorporate a component of time travel to it, which is now very much in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and you know, make it a love letter to classic Epcot, all right, I'm on board. It's a stretch, but if you want to put the Guardians characters in there and tie it back to throw the fanboys a bone, then so be it. Yeah,
2: i take it with a smile at this point.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking it's- that it's going to be like... A, a subtle nod in a pre-show or, you know, a detail here or there that ties back to classic. I'm episode. just
1: worried about the Tower Terror building out in California, what they did yeah. to that. <laughs> that looks like shit. Gold PVC. Come on.
0: But you also know, Gary, that that's area of the park is a train wreck anyway. Over yeah, it in California, is. Adventure. it's, it's really a disjointed mess. What it, the problem is? Also,
1: oh, is Epcot at this point?
0: That's true. The problem with uh, DCA is that the Tower of Terror is like the biggest eyesore in that park before and after the Mission Breakout. Uh, yeah, dream. it
1: really didn't look that good. <laughs> to begin um,
0: with. So, putting that and again, latest uh, Jim and Len show. With three or four additional rides in a Marvel area is really going to change that park. And it's not going to be a California themed park at all, but it's going to add a lot more to that park as well and hopefully draw people away from Star Wars land in time. With this, this is about the extent of what they can do with Marvel in uh, Florida right now. But I do think that to the extent that they can put Marvel in Florida, it's going to go in Epcot. They've just looked at where they need to add popular things to the various parks and they must have decided that marvel goes in epcot because there's some technology component to it is time travel a part of the movie uh it is expected to be a major part of the next one um the next avengers movie um, and the next the next guardians movie has been uh, put on hiatus so we don't know what's the what the plot of that one's gonna
1: it's be it's not about james gunn yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean whatever i'll ride opens and everything but it's i don't know a cat and mouse wasn't this looks to be you sent some concept art i'll post in the show notes this looks to be you know not a standard cat mouse coaster but i was just thinking something a lot larger and more grand and and you can figure with a building that tall how
0: i mean the the building is 133 tall. so it's going to be a big long coaster and it would have to be
1: like a limb launch or some kind of launch component. There's no way I could see them doing a traditional chain.
0: I mean, no, no, it's going to be a launch. It's, there's going to be a tunnel that connects the existing Universe of Energy building to... You th- do you think new... that'll be above ground or below? I would assume it would be above ground because there's six in- there's water six inches below where that is. Yeah, I don't see why they dig out. A water coaster, dude. <laughs> um, I would assume that that would all be above ground. but So I mean, that means there's
2: going to be a a visible structure connecting those two things,
0: too. Yes, that's the plan.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, <laughs> good thing I got a <laughs> folder full of old Epcot photos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you see that massive building. This ride isn't opening up for two and a half years.
1: I know. But I wonder if they'll have the walls up or at least covered before they start putting it. The, well, they got to put the track in first, right? You'd figure.
2: I mean, yeah, I mean if you look at how they built Rock and Roller Coaster, I mean, normally you don't to you the track first the build building around the, the it's possible they forgot
0: about the track <laughs> I like That's my problem. it's
1: kind of well, it's going to be like, the, like the, they're going to have the building there and then they're going to deliver the coaster like pre-built <laughs> they Mar- going to try Mar- Mar- Jay- I- to the door already
2: called wants track <laughs>
1: <laughs> now do you think they'll run into a problem here well maybe they're doing it so they can make sure that everything goes inside can fit through a door because they built everything around Expedition Everest right now what you got to do uh, spit on it yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Manufacturing a piece of coaster track is different than manufacturing an animatronic, though. Yeah, that's mean, true. <laughs> if they need to replace a piece of coaster track, then
2: is it is it Philadelphia that that steelwork company? I forget the name of it where they build all like like all of these roller coaster uh, companies. Use, like, company yeah. too.
1: Toboggan Company, but now they don't build coasters this big, I don't think. At least as far as I know, I think they're using Arrow Development on this. Oh Jesus! No, <laughs> <laughs> call,
2: call your chiropractor right now.
1: <laughs> Oh, dude, Arrow makes some classic space mount coasters. They
2: <laughs> <laughs> with the patented spine coming out the anus
1: turn <laughs> profile. <laughs> yeah. If you're not familiar with their coasters that I believe Loch Ness monster at Bush Gardens is also one of theirs. And it's like probably yeah. the roughest looping coaster I've ever been on. Like, I'm pretty sure the loop is squared. It's not even around.
2: <laughs> yeah. There, there used to be a coaster at, at, uh, it's at, at uh, Bush Gardens in Tampa called Python, which
1: mm-hmm, is the-
2: one of the, fir- the first version corkscrew coasters. I think there's an identical one still at Knott's Berry farm. But, oh my god, this thing was just even it's like a six-year-old that was like little and flexible that had like rubbery bones like it hurt. Like, it's an adult male. You, you just not possible to even ride on that without being named. No, I, I know
0: this... the uh, uh, the manufacturer has actually been hinted and I don't remember who it was. Oh, I'm, I'm hoping
1: it. for B&M. They make oh, some oh, sweet, smooth that. coasters. Yeah, well, although it's the Hulk better. is a B&M. Oh yeah, so that's true. I think it's smooth. Well, that's... Like, it's got, like, five holes.
2: Dan- Well, the Hulk is substantially better since they reverb it. Bullshit. Gary and I rode that thing like the day yeah. after <laughs> and I opened it with a retrack. And it's it's yeah. fucking... T- it was a walk-on. We waited three seconds to get off the thing, and my... I, actually, this might be why I I have, like, <laughs> dizziness now. <laughs> I think see, it damaged my just, inner ear.
0: Yeah. But, where, but, man,
2: that thing was terrible. Uh, uh, that ride is awful.
0: It's a Vacoma coaster.
2: This Let's what see. the... Guardians of the Hulk. Galaxy one? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well... So you gonna?
1: Is everybody gonna go to the last illuminations, or at least try to go to the last shining illuminations? I'm gonna try yeah. to
0: come down for it. Me too. Especially Maybe. if you can do both, where you can see the uh, the old one and the new show. Yeah, we should try and set that up. Tour because it's gonna be in September in all likelihood.
1: Yeah, Let's that's true. We should probably rent out one of those areas. We do a live show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, be do the Canada, so we can get the top view up there. Scootal says they got bars and stuff up there. He knows a guy he can run them
2: broadcast from the top of the garden to the galaxy
1: framework in, uh, yeah yeah <laughs> all right well that's gonna do it for this episode of progress city radio Be sure to check out www.themeparks.com, e-ticket report virtual tilladors.com two hours
0: oh, the last for oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: well, until next time give it yeah. a good suck
2: A butthole.